everyone, this is Jennifer. And this is Paige. And this is Big Book Energy. This week, we are back for our September bonus episode. This month, we chose Hidden Figures. Um, Alright, well, let's go ahead and get into some book summary for Hidden Figures. Alright, so book summary falls to me this time, and I'm just going to apologize. Listeners, I am way less organized than I usually am, so this might be a fun little meandering tirade. Um, so let's let, let's get into it. Uh, so Hidden Figures is by Margot Lee Shetterly. Um... And she is actually the daughter of an engineer who worked at Langley. Um, And Langley is that main research facility that gets featured in Hidden Figures, where a lot of the um, our protagonists are working. So that is really her connection to the story, as her father was telling her about these living legends, and she ended up meeting them. Um, I guess they had always just been around in her childhood, as she's going to all these picnics with the other Langley kids. Um, mm. So she got a lot of first-hand knowledge uh, talking to these women and other women who worked at Langley in NACA, which is NASA's predecessor, and then later NASA, when it is upgraded, we start going into the space program and not just aeronautics. Um, yeah. So, first things first. I have some critiques about this book that are is going to affect how I talk about it. First thing is, um, this book was not what I thought it was going to be going into it. Um, I thought that this was really going to center on these women in Langley and sort of their everyday kind of lives and struggles and more almost like um, like a fictional telling from their perspective kind of a, a thing. Um, which I did kind of get that also from the um, prologue. Mm. Getting into it instead, um, you're finding that Shetterly, forgot her name for a second, um, Shetterly is actually taking a lot of time to contextualize everything that's going on in race relations in the United States. Um, a lot of the war effort, a lot of the growth of the um, aeronautics industry, a lot of Cold War um, aspects into this book as she's telling you these narratives. So there are some chapters where it's 90% like background information. information. Yeah. 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 And then like a paragraph about who I thought was going to be our main character. Um, I wasn't overly thrilled about that. And I got to say that actually makes up at least the first third, I think, of the book is is really like that. Towards the end of the book, you get to spend a little bit more time with your characters. And that part I actually enjoyed more. Um, but I do kind of wish that uh, Shutterly had spent more time sort of focusing in on these women's lives. Because that's the aspect that I really found the most compelling and not just sort of um, back-throwing about industries that I really had. like a passing interest in but then a lot of things that were only sort of tangentially connected to our story Mm. um for example whenever she gets into like the history of certain educational institutes only because one character 
got their undergraduate there. Um, or thought about going there. Or thought about going there. <laughs> Fascinating information, do not get me wrong. Not, I would argue, the place in this story for that information. Um, so, I'm telling you all of this to tell you that I'm actually really going to focus in on the characters that were um, focused in on, really in the movie that you see, and maybe a few discrepancies that, um, for those of you who are more familiar with the movie than the book, um, will give you a point of reference. Because I did have a hard time sort of keeping characters straight, keeping people straight, um, that is largely in part to there being a couple characters with the same first names, um, and then there being just a large cast of people, as you would expect um, from a gigantic entity like NASA. You know, that that's not yeah. a critique there, that's just how it's going to be. But those characters weren't developed enough to really sort of differentiate them enough, I think. So you're probably yeah. only going to hear about three or four main characters. Um, yeah, so. I think I think that's one of the other main critiques of the book is that there's far too little time spent uh, developing the stories of the actual people that the book is named after. Yes. Um, and so it is hard to keep track of that information when it's interspersed so infrequently yeah. among just huge chunks of like contextual background information yes um yeah so. okay glad and to know also, it wasn't just me <laughs> no it was not just you it was not just you i um we'll get into this more uh when we get into our discussion but yeah i also struggled to keep a lot of the the different um people she mentioned straight so mm. So all this to say, I'm going to give you as much um, narrative as I can, as much context as I can, but to really get the main point, this is one of those books um, I would recommend going in and reading yourself just because there is a lot of contextual information that's just not going to come across in this podcast. It is what it is. So that being said, um, the first character that you're really introduced to will be familiar to you if you are a fan of the movie. And that is Dorothy Vaughn. Yeah. So Dorothy Vaughn, yeah. Dorothy Vaughn, first of all, is a badass. Holy hell. Goals. Um, she graduated, um, I think, from Howard was her alma mater. Don't, don't ask me because I couldn't keep any of that straight. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, honestly, I couldn't either, and I made yeah. zero notes. I'm sorry, guys, I'm really not as prepared as I usually am. Um. So she has a bachelor's degree in uh, mathematics. That's really the important thing you need to know. Um, and she uses it to go into teaching, um, which at this time is an extraordinarily good job mm. uh, for someone who is black. Uh, they really said that lawyers, doctors, teachers, those are the top tier jobs that... Um, african-americans were gunning for that was the top tier of society so she goes into teaching um she actually turns down graduate school because it's really not practical and she starts a family and, with yeah well her family needed financial help too and indeed. Yeah, yeah exactly so instead of going to graduate school uh she went and she got a job um she does ship around to i think a couple 
schools where she's teaching, but she ends up in Farmville, I think it was called. Sure. We're going to go with that. Uh, a small town yeah. where she is teaching. She meets her husband there. She has, um, I think, four kids at this time, and they're growing up there. Um, and World War Two is kind of going on at this time. So America is boosting up its air power, really. So they start recruiting women, first and foremost, um, because all of the men are overseas fighting. So they need women on the home front. But not just white women, they're also recruiting black women to come to the uh, Langley Center where they're focusing on building airplanes. Um, and these women are being hired to have mathematics degrees as computers. Uh, they are literally doing the calculations. Um, so Dorothy Vaughn is one of the... She's not the first in the door, but she's pretty early on as far yeah. as these computers are concerned. Um, and she works there for a number of years under two white um, supervisors. One eventually moves on to um, a different section within Langley. Another one, unfortunately, um, has a mental health break um yeah schizophrenia in particular which 1940s 1950s they they're not handling that very well so dorothy no. ends up moving into the position of supervisor and she is the first black supervisor at the naca which is nasa's predecessor um and she runs that show for like eight years yeah. uh and she is time. Yeah, she is awesome. She manages it super efficiently. She's very well known as being an awesome mathematician. Um, one of our other characters actually mentions that she was probably the smartest out of all of them. Yep. Um, and she was so good that when the engineers brought mathematical problems, they were really hoping that Dorothy was going to be the one working on it because she's just a badass. Eventually, um, this story does go on into the 60s so i am giving you like a 20 year history yeah, in about it, three sentences that was part of what surprised me so much about the book because the movie obviously is based around one event in i think 1961 yes um but the book covers like it's like from the 40s to like you know moon landing so what, i mean 69? part of the 69 yeah and that's where it ends and then in the epilogue it actually goes like into the 70s i was like Ooh. it's a huge scope yeah for a non-fiction book like this but mm. anyway um so into the 60s late 50s they're bringing in actual computers uh like ibm, IBM. machines yep yeah. ibm machines are bring being brought in there and that sort of brings about the end of the human computers. Um, yeah. So being a far-seeing woman, knowing that this is sort of coming, Dorothy went ahead and took computer programming classes in her spare time. Yeah. <laughs> so, seriously, woman's a legend. Um, so she was 100% ready to just switch over to be a, a programmer whenever that was good to go. So uh, she worked for a number of years after 
being a supervisor, it was she was no longer supervising, but she was a computer programmer for many, many years after that. Yeah. So that brings us to our next character. Mary Figure. Jackson. Figure. Figure. Figure, if you will. <laughs> Figure, if you will. Uh, Mary Jackson. So Mary Jackson, um, she is sort of the next chronologically in the story. She comes yeah. in a few years after Dorothy is already set up. She is initially brought in to work as a computer under Dorothy. Um, she was another who worked as a teacher for a while and then was recruited through these efforts. Um, I think right around the war, maybe a little bit after. Yeah. To come and be a computer. Um, so she actually gets recruited by a particular engineer to come and work in his unit. Now, normally speaking, these computers are sort of like a pool and you might assign one or two of these women out to the engineering units at a time, Dorothy would, or like calculations would be sent to the pool, the pool would take care of it and would go back. So to be yeah. invited um, by an engineer as a permanent member of that group is a really big deal. Um, and the engineer is, he's kind of like a soup Polish name, so I'm just, I think he goes by Kaz. We're gonna go by Kaz. Yeah. Um, we can call him that. We're, I'm not butchering that name today. Sorry, pal. Um, so Kaz recruits her, uh, and he actually takes a, a great liking to Mary, and he sort of becomes her mentor. Um, mm -hmm. and he actually, like, pushes her to go back to school as well, but not for computer programming, to become an engineer. Um, yeah. Which is... There are basically no women engineers. There, there are very few black she, engineers. Oh, she gave a number for mathematicians. I don't remember if she ever gave numbers for female engineers. Yeah. But, in love. I mean, just, like, so, so few. And then, like, let alone, like, an African-American yeah. female engineer. Yeah. So. so also a badass. Yeah. Uh, she had to go and get, I think, permission from a judge to go to these classes. Because she actually did not. Oh, did she not? She did not. No. Um, How did she get permission to go to those classes? Because I thought she still had to go to the all-white high school. She just asked. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, it was you're the board. Right. That's what it was. She asked the, the city, and they the gave city. her permission. She didn't have to go to a judge to get a court order. But, yeah. yeah, she. So, like, NASA. I think it was NASA at this time. I think it had already transitioned to NASA. Or maybe it was still NASA. I don't NACA. think quite yet. I think mean, it was still NACA. Okay. It goes to NASA relatively late. It's 1958 is when yeah. it transitions to NASA. Um, but yeah, they, they had an engineering training program and um, she needed several courses and had to go to, uh, well, theoretically, they usually sent them to the college, hmm. which I don't remember. Was it just like Virginia? I, I could not keep anything straight in this book. No. Uh, but she, you know, you could also, like, go to this high school, which was a segregated school, because Virginia was still throwing a hissy fit over segregation. And, um... <laughs> Accurate. 
Yeah, and um, yeah, but she didn't. She didn't have to go to a judge, which is of course the scene that you see in the movie. Um, she just asked the city for permission, and they were like, "Yeah, that's fine." So, but she does get permission, and she does end up becoming um, an engineer. Mm. And I would love to tell you what department, but I honestly can't remember because that was another thing. Um, There are a lot of departments at NACA and then NASA, and they are physics and mathematics based in name and function. So, um, I mean... Even if this book did a better job of, like, naming things and keeping them straight, I probably wouldn't be able to keep them all straight. (laughs) It's just brutal. Um, So the other very important thing that I want to talk about when it comes to Mary Jackson is that she was 100% committed to raising the black community as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, So she would take new... um, new arrivals to the town who were coming to work for NACA and NASA and would help them find uh, houses, would help them get involved in churches. She was very involved with the sorority um, that she had been in in college. And so she was very much like this person who would connect newcomers to all of these people. And she also spent a lot of time with Girl Scouts and um, you know young girls to sort of promote yeah. them going into the sciences. Um, so she was she was an awesome figure I literally have no idea how she had the energy to do even a quarter of the things that are mentioned in this book yeah I don't either I mm. Wonder Woman clearly well cause you know I think it was in the epilogue that they Mm. talk about that Shetterly talks about you know she was an engineer for like years Uh, But she had kind of reached the point where promotion was becoming difficult. Mm. Um, Kind of like that glass ceiling type thing for for women. And so when she was offered a position, um, I can't remember the exact, like, uh, department or whatever it was within NASA, because it was NASA at the time. Um, but it was something about like the advancement of women and minorities or something Mm -hmm. within NASA. So she was offered a position like running that and that's how she finished out her career, um, at NASA was basically supporting women and minority hires and helping them, um, be better represented in NASA and then also like get promotions that, for example, she was not able to get for herself so she would be good for that job yeah yeah i mean because she clearly just like did would not back down like if she wanted something like she was going to get it so yeah yeah (laughs) um the last main character we're going to talk about is katherine johnson uh, Katherine Johnson serves as sort of the focal point of both the movie and the later part of this book. Um, mm-hmm. Dorothy Vaughn is really sort of the center point of the beginning of the book. But um, Catherine went to school. Um, she started doing a graduate program for mathematics, but dropped out when she became pregnant. Um, 
her and her husband had three daughters. They were both teaching. Um, and she went to a wedding, I think either of one of her family members or one of her husband's family members, and uh, an in-law, distant relative, who I think worked at NACA or one of the other industries nearby, told her and her husband to come to Hampton because yeah. um, he could get them both jobs up there. And the job that Catherine got was as a computer. Mm-hmm. She was there for like two weeks uh, when an engineer called and she scurried on over there and he liked her so much. Actually, all of the engineers there really took yeah. to her. Um, so she became an integral part of that unit and she was there for many, many years. Um, while she was there. She helped do a lot of the um, math involved in getting uh, rockets up into space. Um, a lot of the scenes that were in the movie did not play out in the book. Um, because they didn't play out in real life either. They didn't play out in real life either. <laughs> um, so her... Her storyline in the book is not quite as explosive as it was yeah. in the um, the movie. So, like, yeah. she did double-check the calculations um, for John... That was John Glenn. John Glenn, yeah. Going up into space, but she didn't do it last minute. He didn't call for her by name. Um, no. She did it ahead of time. Like, you know, NASA knew what the hell they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Checked it ahead of time. Also, um, she couldn't have checked it within, like, 20 seconds that she did in the movie. <laughs> no. No. Did you see the size of that book they, like, yeah. slammed in front of her? That is, like, three weeks of work for a human being. Probably a day and a half for her because she's a superwoman. Um, her husband did die while she worked at NACA. Um, so she was the sole provider for her three daughters for... A good long while until she met um, a man who worked in the army named Jen Johnson. They yeah. eventually did get married. Um, at that time, I believe her oldest daughter was already in college and her two younger daughters were in high school. Um, and they were together for a very long time. Like um, over he was, 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Because they both lived to be really old. I think. Yes. So. Um, and he was very supportive of her career because yeah. he was a, a military guy and was very involved in his job. So he was nothing but understanding about her involvement with NASA and her pride in her work. Um, she is another woman who spent a lot of time uh, with her sorority, sort of promoting yeah. uh, young women. Um, I think she's the one who ended up giving a presentation with a white woman in her unit to a bunch of um, girls, black girls uh, in school. So having a, you know, mathematician with a black and a white mathematician up there together giving a presentation was huge for them. Um, I think that's really... 
sort of the big things for her. But she did help with um, doing the math for the moon landing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. She was so integral to all of that and such a big deal that they actually named a building after her. Um, so she's kind of a badass and a really big deal and super, super smart. Yeah. I think that's really the main narratives that came out of that. Yeah. And that doesn't yeah. sound like a lot. <laughs> and if you enjoyed today's episode or any other episode of ours, please do consider giving us a review. It helps us out. We also love to get feedback on how we're doing. Um, you can also follow us on social media to keep up with all the latest. Um, so we have an Instagram and a Twitter, both of them at big underscore book underscore energy. We also have a website, bigbookenergy.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. And I am almost caught up from season one. So now you really can find all of the show notes. So anytime we mention any extra links or sources that we used, um, the show notes are where we keep those. Uh, we also have um, an affiliate store with bookshop.org. So if you're interested in supporting the podcast and small independent booksellers and getting an awesome book, you can head on over to bookshop.org slash bigbookenergy. Um, so every sale supports us, an independent bookseller, and you get a book. So that's just like a win, win, win. A triple win. Triple win. And lastly, if you would like to uh, get longer versions of these bonus episodes, you can head on over to our Patreon. Um, there we have a couple tiers you can sign up for. Uh, if you go to either be a book ninja or a book mage, you will get access to our much longer bonus episodes. Um, and if you are not, you'll get a smaller chunk. Uh, that is patreon.com slash bigbookenergy. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Um, what else we got? I'm blanking because I'm hungry and tired. Um, we got a book trap. You can you can cut that out. For the I am leaving it. <laughs>